This is a phenomenal bike run, and I can tell you he's so casual. This is his first time he's ever biked the full 112 miles here in Hawaii. He's never been up to the turn in Harvey. He's certainly been out there today. Doesn't he? It's Aloha Monday. We're gonna run till Saturday. What? Do 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 do. And it's breakfast with Bob. Thank you, Pacho Man. Welcome everybody to Breakfast with Bob St. George edition. We are so excited to be back. My name is Bob Abbott. We're brought to you by Master Spa, Zion's Bank. Quintana Roo, Form Smart Swim, Goggles, Clash, Endurance, Premium Plus Sports, and of course, our Challenged Athletes Foundation. Our first guest, appropriately, Olympic gold medalist and a gentleman who went 7-21-12 at Ironman Cozumel to win there, Mr. Christian Blumenfeld. How you doing, Christian? I'm good, thanks. And you? <laughs> I am good to spectacular. Be back. So you've been here for a few weeks. What do you think? Yeah, so I raced the last year for the... Half Ironman World Championship, and I came like one week early, and I felt like it wasn't really ideally. I would like to be more in the course, practice kind of the because it's super uh, challenging bike course. Right. So that's why we came like three weeks before the race now. So I've been here for two weeks now, trying to just learn how to do the bike course and uh, really kind of yeah being efficient. So yes. We will see in a few days' time. Now, yesterday, the wind was howling. Were you out riding in that? Yeah, it was uh, too much gas. Like, uh, <laughs> I was going, first time, I, I did the Snow Canyon twice yesterday. And uh, first time down, it was kind of sketchy. But then second time, it was like almost just kind of not being able to stay on the road. So uh, hopefully, it's a little bit uh, kinder condition uh, next uh, Saturday. So yesterday evening, we were like looking through like the bike uh, course in, like, uh, in the data program, looking at the weather and seeing how the wind condition will be at different parts of the course and uh, that's something we will kind of pay attention to yes. for the next few days just to prepare in case the wind condition gets uh, mad a little crazy now you guys are so data driven right yeah everything is very scientific what you guys have been doing the last number of years what have you gained the most from that if, if you gain the ability to know okay don't go hard now because i'll, I'll be burn too many matches i need to save energy for later I think in terms of the science and the approach we have, it's more about the preparation. Okay. Because, uh, and build the engine as good as possible and kind of uh, your, um, kind of, uh, so you can be efficient, burn right. fat. So it's like, if you just think swim, bike and run, it's very easy to just uh, tune your engine in to burn a lot of carbs for the 180K. Right. But then you will be running empty before the marathon. So it's right. more like using the view to master, for example, together with the power I have on the bike to be able to see like uh, how, where, where the energy is coming from and just kind of dialing in so it's more efficient over a longer period of time. So when I was watching the, the Olympics and what was fascinating to me about the Olympics is it was hotter than crap out there. It was really, really hot. And you're running with Alex Yee, who's one of the best runners in the sport. And when you made your move, it was, it was a lot of people would have said, oh, my God, he went too early. But that was the plan, right, that you knew when you could go and potentially pull away from that guy. Yeah, that's right, because I'm not the fastest guy over 100 or 200 sprint. So I've always kind of tried to find that kind of ideal timing to go. Like it's far, far enough from the finish line uh, that it's not just pure leg speed, but right. it's also short enough that I can – sustain the, <laughs> the speed and the pain and kind of the fatigue so like 
four or five minutes away from in a, in a 10k i find it's uh kind of kind of my my spot i think and here again in st george it's like 4k downhill kind of towards the finish line which i think also suits me well so uh it's an ex- exciting finish course here as well yeah now no uh, we haven't had it's been all german winners here since 2014 in terms of ironman world championship and norway's been on fire between you and gustav and casper you think it's possible we'll have uh, someone from Norway at the top of the podium yeah, here? Yeah, of course. Like uh, like Gustav showed last year how we can uh, take kind of advantage of his uh, bike skills, really right. nailing the course, and also the run course. Like, it's not a flat, fast course. No, it's 1,500 feet of climbing here. Yeah, and, and you're coming off the bike with a lot of fatigue, so it will probably be like one of the slowest marathon I will do in my career but still kind of uh, you just have to kind of adjust your pacing and right. really be careful because if not you will probably be walking that last 10k back from the turning point to kind of you have like it's steep hill so um, yeah it's a very tough run course and also the air is super dry and it's warm so yes. it's di- different uh, condition as well so it's going to be a really tough uh, day out there and also very long like probably well above eight hours for oh, the yeah. winner yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh yeah for sure a uh, challenging course now you've also you're part of the sub seven too right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's very completely different here is like <laughs> hilly tough yes. and sub seven is like flat fast and kind of uh, with the drafting and the pacers yes so uh, it's a very different race and dynamic but uh, so so after this i was kind of maybe down prioritize the bike a little bit more and, and focus on the leg speed again on the run to get like the be efficient at maybe to 20 for the marathon so it's like completely different run speed for the marathon yeah and, and for our viewers sub seven for the iron man distance and so how what what are the rules you, can, you how many pacers can you use yeah so it's uh, kind of i have my team of pacers yes. 10 guys that i can use across wind bike and run so any way you want yeah so I'll probably use like two for the swim, seven for the bike, and one for the run. Okay. And then Alistair has uh, 10 guys that he can split however he wants. Yes. So if, if you have a triathlete, you can make him swim and run. So he kind of counts as one. Ah. And then you have one extra for the bike. So this will happen uh, in four weeks' time. I was going to say. <laughs> so you're, you're training for this, and then it's not like, okay, this is later in the summer. It's four weeks from now. So yeah, by the time you recover, it's three weeks from now. But last year, I uh, did uh, Daytona. Right. Daytona 13 days after Cozumel. Oh, that's right. And, and I felt like I was re- recovering well in time for that. So now I have two more weeks. Okay. So it should be fine, hopefully. Well, you see, your, your body is trans- you transitioned from the Olympics, which was the total goal for 2020 and 2021. And then immediately you get into and you go and go 721 at, at Cozumel. And, and this year you're talking this race. Then you're talking uh, the sub seven. And then obviously Kona at the end of the year. You're you're going from the short distance guy <laughs> to a, a long distance maniac. How, how have you been able to do that? I think uh, like through kind of the whole career, like uh, with the Norwegian team, we have always been volume focused. Uh, we haven't had any history in the past, like in triathlon. Right. So we thought that if we want to catch up, we have to do more and kind of be thinking outside of the box and be kind of trying to challenge the volume. And I think that's made the transition up to 7.3 easier. Yes. So just based on the short distance training, we could easily train, no race at 7.3, like Gustav did the week after Lausanne when he won Nice. 
and I was fourth. Uh, so now just a little bit more fine tuning using the yes. understanding we do in like the testing we do in the lab to understand how we can fine tune that engine to be efficient over Ironman. I yes. think it's kind of the key for the way we're racing. Yeah, it's fascinating when I used to talk to a lot of the milers, you know, running guys, and they were running 100 miles a week. I never could figure that out, but it was it was like because they knew eventually they'd go longer. So when all this long distance was introduced to you back in 2010, 11, 12. Was it something where you thought, why are we doing all this long stuff? I'm training for the Olympics. Or was that the goal, long distance all the way? No, not really. Like uh, when I started in like, uh, early 2010 or yeah. 2009, uh, the Olympics was kind of the big target. Sure. We, th we were thinking like 10 years uh, in the future. 10-year plan and, uh, that Norway will be the best. Yeah. So, so back then we were like a youth national team. And we were trying to build it to a junior and then senior. and kind of, So we had a lot of time to prepare and not like uh, you have to prefer perform next year if not you out we had right. like really good support over a long period of time and uh, uh, we believed in building the engine rather than just kind of thinking about the speed right so also i think that's you can see in the racing style we have we often we're not the ones who's hiding throughout swim bike and then finish off with a fast run but we really take uh, responsibility in the group on the bike trying to make it hard and uh, that's kind of been our inspiration to doing the training too so when you are in the same race with Gustav or Casper, do you guys try to work together uh, to push the pace on the bike so you get rid of some of the other guys? Uh, yeah, not necessarily rid of them, but to get more fatigue in their legs. Exactly. So because if you are like four or five guys up front doing kind of TTT, then I think uh, the, the weaker cyclist behind will have more fatigue in the legs than I will have coming right. into the run. And I think that's uh, how I can outrun the better runners. Love it. And now, do you look at this course as something that suits you? Because it is, it's windy, it's hot, it's hilly. It's got all the ingredients that make this thing really tough. I'm not sure if it suits me, but it's a really challenging course that I would love to perform in. And, and it's kind of uh, uh, like, like the harder the course is, the more you really want to kind of showcase that uh, right. you, you can nail it. So it's a course that really is uh, uh, kind of driving me and motivating me. And uh, I think Kona will suit me better with less climbing. Yes. But, uh, yeah, of course, uh, it's a course that I really would love to uh, nail. I love it. And when, with what's always surprising, to, when you look at this, forgetting about this course, you go from doing one Ironman in 2021. Now you're talking about three? Yeah. At least, right? You're not adding any more. Because I, I think we were talking before, you were talking about potentially doing one before this. So going from that Olympic distance guy to potentially three Ironman same year, how, how have, you, have you addressed the whole recovery aspect of this? Uh, I think the recovery is much the same. Like uh, you just have to make sure that you sleep enough and right. getting enough calories in, especially for long distances. When you are racing, uh, doing the uh, race pace training, like four hours in race pace, you're burning so many calories. Right. So then it's just important to stay on top of your nutrition and you can't really just eat salad and vegetables. You need to get like the carbs in to be Absolutely. able to uh, get your going and uh, also the sleeping and intensity control. I think kind of those three things yes. is the most important. Now, people know a lot about you and Gustav. People don't know as much about Casper, but what do you, when you look at your, the two guys who you've been basically linked up with for the last decade, what makes them great? their training attitude i would say like uh, we and also we have more guys from bergen like Vettel as well so uh, it's more like we are a good group of guys and also some girls now coming up and uh, really 
enjoying the training like uh we are maybe all kind of extreme in the same way we like to do more kind of doing that little bit of extra yes. and uh it just makes the kind of the extreme training we do just feel like the most normal thing because everyone around us yes which is kind of uh gustav and casper and that and the rest of the team they do the same so just feel like normal the kind of training and the, the lifestyle that i have has the because of what you guys have done in bergen you've taken this little town and made it a triathlon mecca uh, have, are you seeing a growth in norway in triathlon uh i haven't been too much home but uh, hopefully it's kind of getting more and more kind of more uh, athletes in and attention and now we're getting uh the world cup in bergen this summer in uh, uh august and that's going to be epic that's like uh, you guys will all be there yeah i'd like i would love to be racing there and make it fit so that's probably going to be my only short distance race this year just before kona just to yes. give it a try and uh yeah that's going to be epic and it's also good to see like the growth of the athletes and how the next generation is coming through and uh also now with the w we tried to get our team into the mixed relay last year yes but we kind of came a little bit short so we have now three more years to try to do it or two more years to try to do it for paris so potentially you could go to paris and mix relay yeah that would be that would be epic <laughs> yes it would so as somebody who's been doing this for the better part of a decade does it get old because when i see it, it used to be people would finish the iron man in october and put their bikes away until february right they'd really take long recovery you guys seem to be training pretty much year round. Yeah, but what I love now, or what I love with triathlon, is that you have like the different kind of uh, groups. Like you have short distance, you have arm, and you have challenge, and then clash. So, so you have kind of uh, different events. So, if you are kind of a little bit bored of doing kind of going to the same place like yes. fifth year in a row, you can just mix it up and do a little bit of long distance or half. So, uh, and then you can see a new destination, see like a new group of guys kind yes. of organizing. So it's. Uh, so I try to kind of mix it up a little bit like that and also doing a little bit of Super League, like, again, very yes. different challenge. Yeah. And, and uh, that's something I like with the sport. That, uh, it makes it easier to stay in it for a longer period of time. So I couldn't agree probably more. Probably I had, like, 10, 15 years left because yeah. of kind of, yeah, it's easy to mix it up. I, I loved seeing you at, uh, when we were at Clash Miami, just watching you signing autographs for all those kids and, and being there. You feel as, that you are a role model, that your job is to encourage the next folks to get into the sport because it, it is the best sport there is. Yeah, and it's, it's cool to see kind of how the next generation is coming through and uh, uh, and also that they kind of get happy to see that I'm heading out, heading over the medal and to see their smile and their yes. relief of finishing a race. And uh, and I think that's good with triathlon that it's uh, not just for the elite, but it's also kind of uh, something that gets a lot of people out of the couch and getting like an active lifestyle and enjoying uh, sport in a later year. So right behind us is basically the finish line, right? And on Saturday, you could become the first Norwegian to win an Ironman World Championship. What would that mean to you? That would be epic. Like, uh, uh, like I've dreamed about the Olympics for 10 years, and, but I also had like the Ironman in kind of in the back mind, yes. mind but I haven't focused to it. But now I do like one full year just going all in for it and it would be epic to both have the Olympics short distance and long distance title at the same time. So How cool uh, would that be? That would be epic. So like just to look at the finish line, giving me like goosebumps and running around. And like yesterday I was uh, doing 30K in the run course. And uh, last bit I was running down from the top 
and just imagine, okay, now it's 5K left to the finish line. I was turning around, pretending like uh, I was looking behind. I couldn't see anyone and <laughs> could kind of just, okay, now I okay, can cruise down to the finish line and just enjoy the last bit. So, uh, very cool. yeah, visualizing the race. I love it. So I, I, it looks like now that Cam Wirth is going to be coming from Europe to, to race here this weekend. I think he flies in tomorrow or something like that. Does that change a game in terms of the way you race this race? Um, could change it. Uh, how like other athletes can take advantage of him like if he's just flying by the field and some people can jump on his wheel and kind of uh, yeah. take advantage of his strength it, it could impact the race and also the run course isn't necessarily a pure runner's course right because of the the climb up the downhill and i think the downhill can th- really take out of your quads so it could be like uh, a run course where you can see non-traditional runners really yep. uh, running well so it could be a good course for him and uh of, of course, like you, you, you can't give him too many minutes up front. No. Like you could maybe do in a flatter course. Exactly. Christian, thank you for always being so generous with your time. I love how much you love this sport. I think we share that. <laughs> this yeah, is, it's a great It's sport. the greatest sport in the world. I love it. Pancho Man, take us out. Oh. It's Aloha Monday. It's the Breakfast with Bob show. Let's go. <laughs> thank you, everybody.